Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to Awful Neutral. I am your dungeon master, Damien Mercado. With me, as always, is Caleb Cleveland as... Gone Coleskill. And we're doing another very special backstory episode, and we're going to cover Gonk's briny past. My barnacly briny past. And with us again is NPC superstar, Mr. Jesse Egan. Hey, I'm part of his barnacly past. You sure are. You're part of everyone's past. I'm part of their crusty background. You are the thread that ties all the stories together. Uh, You're like the Stan Lee cameo in every Marvel movie. That's oh, or Sid uh, in Final Fantasy games, but that's a deeper nerd cut. Oh, deeper nerd cut. That's a good punk rock band, too. Our adventure today takes place in the seas in the southwest of Sostagaria and takes place roughly 15 years ago from where our journey is currently at. Caleb, would you mind educating the audience about the turtle life cycle? according to fifth edition rules turtles are very long-lived reptilian humanoids uh, who have a tendency to wander they tend to live a kind of nomadic lifestyle they you know they don't really commune all that much and uh, for much of their life they live as kind of these genderless entities sort of wandering around and uh, collecting stories. And when they happen to sort of meet up, they, uh, they share these stories and their experiences and they wander off to where the previous uh, turtle went in order to, to do the same thing. When they do have relationships, they tend to be sort of pragmatic ones or platonic ones, except for at the very end of their lives, uh, around like 350 to 400 years old, where they... At the apex of their liveliness, they uh, suddenly decide to have some babies. They, um, the male will take a, a liking to a female or vice versa, and they will create a clutch of eggs. Doing so will spend nearly all the nutrients and life force in the female, and she will die shortly thereafter. Depending on how you want to play it, they wander off into the ocean or something like that. And eventually their shell is found, and they sort of plant the shell into the ground as, as like a gravestone. And the father rarely does more than like 10 years worth of very, very loving and intense paternal bonding with the kids. But they too tend to kick it around 10 years or so after the kids are born for the same reason. It's just uh, that life force ebbs. It's the great, big, beautiful circle of life that turtles kind of subscribe to. Basically, Gonk is the least horny member of the group. He is a living panda. He is 100% here for the shenanigans and the lulls. That's all. Thank you for describing the turtle life cycle, Caleb. It sounded way better from you. (laughs) I, I... I had a tough time saying Gonk's parents abandoned him by the time he was three. Turtles live for like 300 years. Ten years leaving. That's like yeah, you're leaving an infant. No, no. That's totally that's totally normal. Uh, they tend to raise themselves. Uh, they they get to the point where, you know, they're these big, lunking uh, disaster factories. And then eventually they're just sort of kicked out and they find their own way. And by that point, they're Not like... a lot of guidance, huh? Uh, well, they. I mean, I think according to the rules as well, uh, turtles do actually have very, very fierce paternal instincts. So much so that their chosen crew becomes more like a family to them than anything else. It can actually be really, really draining because they spend so much time, you know, looking after and sort of fathering their chosen murder hobos. And I'm like, you know what? I can sort of see that with Gonk. He does have kind of a childish mind, but it's also sort of one that is protective to a 
terrible fault. <laughs> like, he, he will literally throw himself into an exploding building if he even thinks that TV's in there. You know, not even... Captain th- Mal! Exactly. Captain Mal, uh, he will definitely throw himself into a lake of lava. Uh, and not an end... Uh, uh, aforementioning the fact that Tifi is probably fireproof, you know, so it doesn't, I mean, that makes zero <laughs> sense. I will not let that beautiful metal finish suffer. Exactly. <laughs> he would do it in a heartbeat because that's what his stupid turtle brain wants him to do. That's how they work. At least that's how I imagine they work. One last question. Gonk is uh, how old again? By the time he has escaped from prison in the more recent episodes, he is 60 years old which puts him at around 17, maybe, years of age. Okay. 40 years just seemed to breeze on by Mm -hmm. as Gong learned about the world around him, explored the seas, tried different types of jellyfish. No, I don't like that one. Guys, don't eat the green ones. They're not ripe yet. Too late now. Nom, nom, nom. Gonk's life is fairly content, similar to Simba's Hakuna Matata phase. Life has no troubles. It isn't until one day Gonk, while sunning himself on a small island beach, sees a ship approaching. Gonk had seen human vessels before in his time, but this was the largest he had seen. Dang. If Gonk could read and knew pirate logos, you would see that this ship was flying pirate colors, and this ship was the Dread Covetry, a privateer ship under the employ of the Aarakocra brothers. This ship was quite a terror in the waters. So imagine Gonk's surprise as this ship is sailing straight towards him. Gonk waits with curiosity as the ship anchors, and before long, Gonk is surrounded by pirates. Hey, Toto. Yeah? What's up, Herman? Hey, there's plenty of jellyfish for all y'all. Come and have some. This is a nice island, huh? What you guys doing? Is that your boat? <laughs> That's a big one. What you doing? Hey. They, they, uh, they ignore you. They turn towards the captain. What's your name? We found the Toto. Bring him aboard. The Aarakocra brothers want to speak to him. The pirates approach you. They have uh, weapons drawn. Uh-oh. Hey, hey, fellas. I don't even know your names. What, what are you trying to... You're trying to be... Uh, I'm just trying to be uh, polite and, uh, you know, ho- hospitable. I don't come to your beautiful little tiny desert island and poke your poke a gun in your ribs. Gonk, you are large for a, a turtle. You are a baby Huey-esque figure <laughs> in some ways. That's totally fine. They are intimidated. They have chains. It'd be a lot easier if you if you just get on the ship with us. Don't make the captain come over here, please. Please do all my things. He'll, he'll, he'll whip me something fierce, and he'll do horrible things to you. Please. Well, as much as I would hate to have a fellow uh, humanoid uh, whipped for doing a shitter job, you should have thought of that before you started bullying other people on the on the little private islands. Uh, yeah. He shows his tattoo, and uh, he says, "Please, I'm I'm the new guy. Not more than a year ago, I was taken and abducted into this crew. I, I don't have pirate in me, and I can't take another beating. Pirate, Please. Huh? Wow, that's pretty punk rock. Listen, I don't have one of them. He shows you a brand on his arm. Owie. Well, that's your bad luck, Mister. It is. It's the Monster Energy Drink logo, by the way. <laughs> why, why don't you send your captain down here and have words with me if he wants, if he wants me to board that ship? Well, <laughs> Mama Gonk didn't raise no, uh, st- no stupid turtles. Actually, Papa Gonk didn't raise no stupid turtles. But uh, we are a paternal uh, tribe. But uh, that is, uh, yeah, I'm afraid uh, if, if somebody's going to be... Uh, putting me on that ship without my permission, they're going to get a lumping. This pirate looks a little malnourished. He has a look of terror in his eyes. He fears both you and the captain. He turns around like a beaten dog to see the captain and several other pirates storming their way up the beach, clearly upset that little progress has been made in enacting his orders. Go ahead and roll me a strength check. It's going to be an easy one. This guy's not too tough. All right. 
this guy desperately throws himself at Chukonk, as well as the other two pirates out of fear. You got it. That's a 13. We're going to say between these three pirates, they throw themselves on you and get down and explode upwards, throwing your upper body into the air. They go to the ground, not forcefully, but you certainly threw three of the captain's men to the ground. As you do so, you see the captain about 20 yards from you. He has his flintlock pistol pointed at you. But when he sees your strength, he puts it down. I don't want this one harmed. Get him onto the ship. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw, Conk. I rolled a 17. One of the crew members who had been sneaking up behind you throws a net and you see it coming and... You grab one of the pieces of the net, keep it aloft with force by swinging it around, and you bolo whip it back at the man who threw the net. Now he's in the net. The captain, he is a large human male. He is just going to approach you with his cutlass drawn. He is going to do an attack roll. He is going to attack you with non-lethal damage. He is going to try to attempt to just punch you with the butt of his uh, cutlass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get him, captain. He rolled a 22. Mm-hmm. Good roll, Captain! Oh, that would definitely smack me up. He does 19 points of non-lethal damage, and I believe that the max you can have health point-wise as a barbarian at level 1 is like 15, so we're going to say that Gonk is knocked unconscious. Oh, yes. Mm. Gonk, you come to, and you hear creaking wood around you. You hear the ocean outside. It's your first time inside of a ship, but you're guessing this is what the inside of a ship looks like. It's dark, there's candlelight around. You see the captain in front of you. You are sitting in a chair and your hands are chained together and your feet are chained to the chair. What a revolting development. In the corner of the room, two Aarakocra, one a buzzard and one a vulture. Are they chained up as well? They are not. They're smoking. They look like on the X-Files, the Marlboro Man. Hmm. You can't see a lot of their facial features. Uh, you can just see broad strokes. They are Aarakocra and the type of bird they are. Mm. Can we also retcon that they seem to be they seem to be up kind of higher, like like almost like they're in like maybe a balcony or something. <laughs> yeah, weird that this ship in the underground of the ship they had a, a balcony uh, installed in the uh, underquarters of the ship. But uh, you see them up there; they're smoking. Like and we're gonna say big old cigars. Mm. And they and the captain looks the captain has one of his crewmates throw a bucket of water on Gonk's face. Wake up. I'm wake. He spits at the water. Well there you are. You got quite a temper on you. Quite a strong back. Temper's all I got, minus the back. You got more strength in your back than half my crew. Impressive. And you got a lot of sand. Uh, grabbing a total stranger off the perfectly good jellyfish beach. Well, we're just here to find Jula. You tell us what Jula is? Well, we're not going to let you go, but you can be a member of the crew. Jula? I ain't ain't never been to no Jula. I have no idea what you're talking about. Leave me out of your pirate shenanigans and let me get back to my aimless uh, days of wandering. They look back at the Aarakocra brothers who, who remain silent and motionless. But deadly. You don't know Jula. That's a likely story. And you've never met any of the turtles floating around this part of the sea? Uh, I've met some turtles, but mostly it's just been me. I tend to have a, a vagabond way of life. It's, it's a, it doesn't fit everybody, but it suits me right down to the bones. But that's enough about you. Personally, you've been holding all the cards during this conversation. Who is you and what do you want with Gonk or with me? Gonk, as this conversation happens, you feel a familiar feeling. Your heart is starting to race. You can feel yourself becoming more and more angry as the shock and curiosity of your new surroundings subsides. You're making me cranky. You wouldn't like me when I'm cranky. You got me shaking in the boots, mate. Whence his eye at you? You know, I got an awe for sensing the truth. And I'll believe you. And he turns to the Era Coker brothers. One of them speaks up. Man, <laughs> 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 uh, you trust a captain? <laughs> Ridiculous. That's, you call that interrogating? Ah, uh, my 
my grandmother could interpret it better than that. My lords, I promise you this pirate eye knows line when I see it. This one right here, this tall, is young. Most of his kind would be quaking in their boots right now. This one's got a bit of fire in him. He don't know where Julie is, but I'm going to keep him as part of the crew, with your permission, of course. We're running out of time, you idiot. We need to find Julie. So I understand we're running out of time, but this journey has uh, been hard on the crew. We've needed replacements for a war. We'll put him to good work. I will personally see to it that this one helps us find Jula as fast as possible. <laughs> what do you think, brother? <laughs> I think if we, that Jula might find him. If we let him escape, maybe we could track him to Jula and extract the secrets of longevity. I'll tell you this, too. My hip hurts. I'm... I'm dying over here. I'm getting so old. You know I'm almost 29. Age has been hard on us, Captain. <laughs> In fact, we need to go take a nap now. Come, brother. Uh, is Matlock on? Oh, I love Matlock. Oh, and murder she wrote. Damn, those guys is old and white, huh? <laughs> Let's go put on a Bing Crosby album. Bing. Jeez. <laughs> 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 You hear a trail away as the two Aarakocra creep down the hall slowly. White Christmas, Baba. Congratulations. What, you got a name, sailor? Uh, it, not really. They just call me Gonk. It's, it's, the, it's the sound that I make when I, when I wake up uh, bouncing up against uh, a pier. When they hear me over in uh, 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 Parrot Point, they're just like, oh, somebody's gonking. And they go down, they're like, oh, well, yeah, it, hey, gonk, hey, gonk. And they, 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 they throw a goblet of uh, Goblin Merlot in my face. I'm actually <laughs> starting to take a bit of a shine to it. I personally think I'm a little underage, but uh, it's, it's, it's got the uh, alcohol content of, like, Kool-Aid, so it's, it's, it's all right. Well, right now, your name is Harpy Shit. You're a good member of the crew. You earned the name Gonk. You understand? Uh, I just got my name back. Thank you very much, yes. You notice a couple of pirates in the corner standing over a flame. They look to be heating up a brand. What's that? <laughs> he's up real hot. <laughs> the first pirate you talk to, he's looking very sad, and he's uh, uh, and, and defeated, but he's one of the, the pirate crew who's heating up the brand. Not all pirates become pirates willingly. It is a pirate tradition to be branded. This serves to let pirates know what ships they've served on. It also helps proudly out yourself as a pirate. And it also helps captains know which crew members are theirs. And if a member of a pirate crew has deserted. Gonk has the same sort of opinion of pirates as a 10 year old boy would. Pirates are a really fashionable choice of a career. Um, that they uh, hunt treasure down, they have uh, maps and stuff, and occasionally run afoul of, uh, of quicksand. And that, uh, and that quicksand is probably the greatest threat to all piracy. <laughs> <laughs> quicksand where? In the ocean? You've n obviously, you've never seen an episode of Scooby-Doo with pirates. Oh, man. Well, all right. Well, I guess I'll join your pirate band. I mean, you don't seem to be all that... I mean, if that's my, gonna be my pirate nickname, just Gonk, I guess, or fine. Like, I'll, I'll go by Gonk if you want me to. Uh, but uh, aren't you guys, like, don't you guys like sing songs and like uh, dance around, don't have musical numbers or whatever? I thought you guys would be a little bit more, hmm, penzancy if you uh, catch my drift. <laughs> uh, you hear the Aarakocras in the background. I am the very model of an industrialist Aarakocra man. I don't know what any of those words mean. Does industrialist mean we like go around and, and dig up buried treasure that other pirates seem to have forgotten and uh, occasionally break out in song and, and, and eat delicious food and what have you? The captain laughs heartily. Gonk, ever since the prospect of being a pirate, you felt the inner rage and you slowly start to die down and be replaced by excitement about the pirating life. Yeah. But the rage comes flooding back as the brand is pressed against Gonk's shoulder. Ah! 
He can smell his flesh starting to cook. That is horribly delicious. Gonk lets out a rageful roar as he breaks his chains. The captain, with a proud smile, Oh, this one can lift the anchor all by himself a bit. Captain strikes you again, knocking you unconscious with the butt of his saber. Oh, Dad, Dad, is that you? Oh. Gonk, you come to, and your shoulder feels sore, but not as sore as it was uh, when it was had a hot brand placed against it. You spend the next few days around a lot of scary individuals learning how to be a pirate. You're learning how to tie knots. Hello. Hi, I'm Gonk. Hello. Piss off, new guy. Is you guys swabbing decks too? Man, I thought this place would be a hell of a lot more glamorous than, than just swabbing decks and and all this, uh, all the lashes and occasional, occasional uh, casual murder. This is uh, this is not what I thought Paris is going to be all about, to be honest with you. Uh, hi there, I'm Gong. And wh- what's your name? Oh, wow. That's just a gesture, huh? Okay, well, I'll write down. Hi. I said piss off. Oh, sorry. Uh, beg your pardon? Did you get a tattoo too? Nobody else has a tattoo? Just me? All right. And Gonk, after uh, sensing that he's not earning a lot of friends, despite his very positive and pleasant personality. Everybody hates Gonk, I guess. Takes his mop and goes to the side of the ship to look over. And roll me a perception check, Gonk. All right, yeah. Gonk decides that he's going to take his mop and slowly, like, he's he's going to step aside from the rest of the pirates. Maybe they just need somebody to show them what piracy is really all about. Uh, so he's going to take his mop and slowly begin to croon to it. He's, uh, he basically sings this uh, incredibly childish uh, little, it's almost like a dirge because it's in a minor key. It's just, it's called Me and My Mop. And it's just, you know, how he's just a lowly swab and life's tough for a swab. He's, he's surrounded by people who just have forgotten how to have fun. Uh, roll me a performance check. Oh, God. 19. <laughs> 19? Life on the sea is lonely, and there are not a lot of forms of entertainment. And so this, and not to take any away thing away from Gonk's beautiful singing voice, and the <laughs> fact that he is able to produce such soulful sound a cappella, but the crew is enamored. He's got the voice of an angel, he does. Now, I said roll a perception check, but you decided to entertain the crew, which I love infinitely more. So the opportunity to do the perception check is over. But after your performance, we're going to say gonk as he sings the final somber note. The entire crew with tears in their eyes starts slow clapping. They stand up. Even the captain. This song seems to have touched him. And so you're sitting there by the edge of the ship holding onto your mop and you're bowing when the ship violently rocks to the right feels like the very seas themselves have become violent conk uh, you actually fall over the side of the ship Gonk overboard and splash as you try to swim to the surface little bits of seaweed seem to wrap around your legs and arms and they seem to be gently pulling you away from the pirate ship you hear a voice in your head telling you mm. to remain calm you got to remain calm, child. You about to lose <laughs> your job. Being a turtle, you're probably not going to drown in the water, but you're being dragged away from your wow. ship. Wow. She seems anxious. Um, this voice you hear in your head is soothing. You fall unconscious shortly after, and you wake up surrounded by 30 other turtles. You've never seen this many turtles in your life, Gonk. You're in a hut you don't recognize. There is a beautiful turtle standing in front of you. Now, turtles are mostly asexual, but this turtle's appearance is still striking to uh, even young Gonk. Wake up now, slowly, child, slowly. Don't get up too fast. 
You get a hand rush that way. Remember, slow down now. You're safe here, child. Gonk rises. He's like, ah! Rise! Uh, he, he defers uh, and slowly rises. Slowly now. Slowly, child. To his, uh, to his horned little feet. And, uh, or great big feet, I should say. And uh, has a better look around. He's, he's, am I, am I, am I in the afterwards? Have I come upon that for the show? No, no, child, you're, you're here in the rotting sea. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I can smell it all Welcome right. Welcome to, I thought that was me. I was super embarrassed. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh. You can smell it. I can smell it. Who, who are you? Uh, strangely ageless, uh, old turtle woman? I am Jula. Jula Gula. Oh, Gonk, welcome to my home. I am Jula. Jula Holeskin. This is amazing. Uh, I've never seen so many turtles all, uh, clambered together in one place. Uh, what you all doing here? Yes, yes. We are here to be safe in the rotting sea. Safe from the evil Aarakocra brothers. I hear they've been chasing you and you were able to escape them. Well done, Gonk. Well, they they do seem to be a, a rather suspicious and, and uh, powerative lot, but... Today's uh, children's fiction paints pirates in a much different light than reality. Uh, it, they, these guys, is, they are not a bandy, bawdy bunch of uh, celebratory, mischievous mischief makers. They is, these guys like murder and stuff. Uh, I, 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 I found myself mighty confuzzled. Oh, yeah. Very true, Gonk. And the Aarakocra brothers are are even worse. The pirates, you think the pirates are bad? The Aarakocra brothers have been chasing me for years to try to find the secret to my long life. Uh, let me ask you this, Conk. How old do you think I am? Oh, that's a question that my, <laughs> my uh, daddy uh, said never to ask of any... <laughs> Uh, humanoid ever. One of the turtles is like giving, trying to signal him two zero zero zero. Gonk looks around at the other surrounding turtles and like just sighs loudly. You have passed the test, Gonk. That is the correct answer. But I will tell you, the answer is two thousand years old. Oh my goodness! Yes, I may look young, but. These old bones could use a rest. Yes, yeah, sit down here. Let's have some peanut butter and jellyfish sandwiches together. Isn't it your favorite, Gong? To be honest with you, I don't think I've ever had that before. I would be honored if you would, uh, if I could partake of some of the... Ooh, look at that. Isn't that delicious? A cornucopia of flavor explodes in Gonk's mouth. That's my new favorite shit right there is what that is. Mm. I just went ratatouille all in my brain. It was crazy. <laughs> it's the bomb diggity, isn't it? It is the bomb diggity. I just, I couldn't believe what just happened to my, my brain, my, my noggin. The peanut butter with the jellyfish. Mm, it's, it's the shiznit. It truly is. Look at all these turtles going about and telling each other stories and, and all kinds of stuff and they they is basket weaving and they's polishing each other's shells making them curiously free of boyd shit uh, look at all this stuff it is it is beautiful what this is like this is like a paradise well i'm glad you appreciate our decorating of the rotting sea it's kind of boring as hell huh i mean do they do these guys leave eventually to go on their their formative journeys or what yes they leave and they they hatch, and they live, and they die. But I stay here, Gonk, and I must teach you to slow down. You you are always in a rush, always letting the rage overtake you. I have been sent by Eldath, the god of ponds and rivers, to summon you here 
and to teach you that you have a great destiny, but you must go down the right path and not the rageful path. Oh my goodness. You see, Gonk, your rage is like nature. It can be destructive and, and excuse me, destructive, thank you, that's better, and chaotic, but it can also be used for good. You can channel its force. Oh. Like a, like a water wheel harnesses the stream and uses it to create and produce. Mm, isn't that fun? R- roll your, your R's with me just one time. Uh, I will roll my R's with you. Oh, look at that. That is... Oh, wow. That is... Isn't uh, that really good? That is hilarious. That's actually the secret to living 2,000 years is, is rolling. Karokra. Yeah, that is... That is Got a roll for two thousand. I, I don't feel like I've earned the uh, the the right to roll my eyes as uh, flamboyantly as you have, m- mistress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll work on it. But Gonk, you must slow down. You must let the rage flow through you. But if I slow down, I'm going to get caught by these clowns again. I'm going to get uh, bullied. I'm going to. I was the look. Uh, 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 Gula, uh, I was. It's Jula. Jula, I, I beg your Jula pardon. Gula Holeskin is my full name. Jula Gula Holeskin. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Jula Gula Holeskin. I will. I will never be. <laughs> that, that's, that's ridiculous. Wait, wait, so slow down. How the heck am I going to get to where I'm going if I try I don't... to take his head with both of my big turtle paws and just you know do that thing with the press his cheeks in. Slow. 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 Yes, ma'am. That's better. She leads you outside of this tenture in, and you see that you guys are on a flotilla. This collection of ramshackle rafts, small boats, where each turtle keeps their possessions and they're able to keep their nomadic lifestyle moving with the jellyfish. Wow. They're all together and they're wandering. This truly is a wonder. Amazing. Maybe I should slow down. But how do I slow down and harness my, my inner anxiety and rage at the same time? That don't make no sense. You feel more calm. You don't know if it's just the way you are or the fact that you were alone for so long, but there was a lot of frustration and anger you were carrying with you that you didn't even know you were carrying until the load was off your shoulders. Wow. Gonk is going to choose to just sit for, he's gonna like find a spot on the flotilla where he can just sort of sit and stare out, maybe at like the wake of the uh, of the rafts behind the boats, and try and focus. Yeah, I want to. Say, I don't want to say focus is chi or whatever, but it's uh, the idea is to try and sort of like so you can figure out what he's meant to do. He was meant to be like the runt of his clutch, uh, and you know there were several of his brothers and sisters that were that fell by predators. There were some that uh, you know that left early. Um, and uh, he was one of the last. The idea is that he didn't want to be alone, and so he sort of uh, focused his uh, his crankiness on just basically just speeding through and getting you know trying to no scope his way through uh, the 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 total <laughs> lifestyle. And that's where he found out that he actually had a, a talent for breaking shit and uh, for messing th- stuff up. And he used that. He's been using that to keep people away, which is why he wound up on that desert island. But it's, uh, and it's, it serves him well until he realizes that it's absolutely what he doesn't want. He's going to stare out at the, out at the wake. Jula said Eldath Santa. Well, Eldath is the lady of the ponds and rivers of this world. So I guess I should wait and see if uh, a message comes for me in the wake of the, this mighty pontoon. And I shall sit here until it does. And he just sits and ponders the pontoon. He's a pontoon ponderer for a while. Occasionally, like, he gets impatient and he gets cranky and he figures a way. No, he's like, no, no, no. Focus on where I am right now, not where I'm meant to be. 
Now don't worry, Eldath will send you some sort of message or, or vision or some, I don't know, some religious bullshit. Occasionally getting taught by, by Jula and receiving the kind words and, and ministrations and patience of the, uh, of the wanderers of the Hullskin tribe while waiting for the word from Eldath. But the idea is that uh, he's, he's found his calling. He's discovered that he can remain his wild and woolly self and uh, you know, not be anybody else than who he is, but at the same time focus his energy on being protective and, and not constantly just destructive and pushing things away. So the next three years go by rather quickly for Gonk. Gonk learned to control his emotions. Now, this is a, a lesson that comes pretty naturally to most turtles, but Gonk has a bit of fire in his blood that is uncharacteristic of many of his kind. When he would do basket weaving or hunt for <laughs> jellyfish, if he didn't get it right away, like many human children or parents of human children, you would know this frustration that builds in somebody who can't regulate their emotions until they explode. And this was the path that Gonk had to walk. And fortunately, with the rest of the whole skin tribe and Jula being very patient, Gonk was able to control his rage into great feats of strength. Furthermore, Gonk is learning combat, and Gonk is teaching himself. There really aren't any fighters in the flotilla, and while Jula is certainly somebody who is very capable and can defend herself. She is not one for martial combat per se. And so Gonk spends his years wielding a two-handed cutlass. He became an expert at using his anger to smash. While he was never the best sailor, the best uh, jellyfish hunter, he was always a force to be reckoned with, even though he had yet to uh, really test his skills. Over the years, you've seen that pirate ship, the Dread Coventry, the pirate ship whose brand you sport on your arm. But every time, Jula has been able to uh, evade them, either by summoning vast, thick sargassum to slow down their ship, or summoning a fog to hide the flotilla altogether. Every time the Dread Coventry thought they were close to uh, your flotilla, uh, Jula outsmarted them. Gonk, you have been waiting a long time for Eldath's sign. You assumed it would come to you. Uh, you did not assume that it would come to Jula. Jula one day awakes with a vision. She has a vision from Eldath, the next part of what she's supposed to do with you. And you notice that Jula, for the next week or so, there's a sadness behind her eyes. She's held back when talking to you, Gonk. You could tell there's something on her mind. I'm really not feeling that great. I'm really reluctant to even roll my eyes. Oh, no. Uh, Gonk gasps. The, the other turtles gasp. Is there anything I can do, Mistress Jeweler, to, to make you feel better at all? Uh, would you like another uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Not right now. I'm... I'm blue, da-da-dee-da-da-da. Oh, no. That's the most annoying thing she could have said. <laughs> Gonk, I need to... I need to speak to you privately. In the... In the rectory. You know that we invented that room just... Just to roll the R's. Well, I thought you invented the rectory so that I could go in there and wreck it sometimes. That too. Oh, Gonk, I... I've wanted to tell you. I had a vision. And uh, although I'm reluctant to, to tell you, I must. It is my duty as your mentor to always put you on the right path. You see, Eldath has shown me that it is time for you to leave us. What? But my maternal instincts are, are very, very strong with you. And although I want you to slowly go on your path, I will always remember you, little gonky, my gonky poo. 
But, but Julie, why, why do I have to leave? I don't understand. I haven't finished my training with you. I, I, I've, I've begun learning how to focus my uh, using using my ancestral powers to to uh, to push aside my wanton anger and uh, and and, and uh, become a, a focus of uh, of peace and contentment. But 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 I'm not finished yet. No, Conk, it is time. Time for you to return to the real world. And you must learn to use your shell to be hard, to protect yourself. There are real dangers out there. Risks. Risks that you must face. But also rewards. There are. Thank you. Rewards and risks. Oh, Konkipu. I must release you now, because you must harden up like a diamond in the rough. Uh, Gonk, like very, very slowly and tenderly, uh, reaches his arms around uh, Jula and uh, presses her into a, a very, you know, affectionate squeeze. Rests his his head on her shell. Says, "I, I don't know what I'd do without you. Thank you so much." Oh, Gonky, I'll miss you so. The life you have ahead will not be an easy one, Gonk. The road will be rough. If you ever need me, you can call upon me and I will answer you. Oh, do you have like a rocket talker or something like that? I, I don't have one. I'm talking more metaphorically. You've got to reach out with your mind and I'll probably respond if I'm not on the other line or, you know, in the toilet or something like that. Oh. Yes, in fact, if you do, I don't have a walkie-talkie, uh, but if you do get one in the future at some point, here's my number. I'll uh, write it down on the back of your shell. I will never remember this. Thank you so much. Here, I'm carving it into the back into your shell here. Right? It's right right here. Under, under this brand of the Monster Energy Drink. Perfect. I will keep it there forever where, um... I will trust someone else to read it for me. <laughs> the next morning arrives. You spend your last day with the whole skin tribe, your family, to this point. Hmm. You know what is to come tomorrow. And yet, uh, so what Gonk does is he focuses all he can. He, he puts aside uh, all his hasty habits. And he tries, and as the party commences, as the celebration goes on, he tries to slow down so that this one moment will last uh, as long as he possibly can, uh, can hang on to it. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. He, like, envisions, like, his tortle ancestors with their colossal elemental might, and he, like, tries to eschew them away from this... Uh, you know, from this uh, party, essentially, um, so that you know they—not that they don't uh, you know deserve to partake in it—but he will need them after, and that's the party that he's going to need them for. I love it. Uh, so you shoo away your spiritual ancestors as well as spiritual Obi Wan and Yoda, who just wanted to wave to you. Hi. Yeah, here. How you doing? I am your father. Get out of here, Darth Vader. Get out of here, old man. Get out of here, strange younger man. Gunk. That was in the old man's place a second ago. Don't shit on me. I'm your dad. I'll do it. Through sheer, f- whether it's Gonk's memory of the event, or or perhaps a gift from Eldath, but Gonk remembers that night lasting longer than any night he has experienced in his 60 years of life to date. How is this night unlike any other night? It, it just lasts way too long. Gonk doesn't even sleep, but he's not tired the next morning. Perhaps this was Eldath's doing. He watches the flotilla float away. Uh, he sees Jula with tears running down her green turtle skin wave to you as... <laughs> Keep it real. <laughs> I'll never be able to do that the way that she do. 
chewing up the damn scenery for all time. Flotilla disappears out of sight into a thick blanket of fog. Gonk doesn't have to wait around before he hears voices speaking common, human voices and other sorts of mammal humanoids. In the distance, the crew sees the uh, brand and Gonk goes willingly. He feels somewhat like a puppy dog who's just been left, but makes the most of his new life. And after a few years pirating on the Dread Coventry, he meets a new captain, a Goliath by the name of Malice and Kill. But I believe we've covered that story already. And that's going to be the end of Gonk's... Uh, I believe we've covered damn near all of Gonk's backstory now. How is that, So everybody? fun. So fun. Thank you, Damien. This one was a, lo- a bit more sad than the other ones, but in a beautiful <laughs> way. Gonk's is a um, beautifully tragic tale so far. I love <laughs> we, it. We know his, like, uh, his actual mother now is kind of like... You know, because they, they're basically abandoned, right? Yeah. So, the, yeah. Well, he has a this maternal, maternal figure, figure now, yeah. which is which is me. Exactly. And I like it. I couldn't ask for a better Jesse, one. Jesse, you are Gonk's mom. You are also Gertrude's mom. I'm Gertrude's mom. You're everybody's mom, Jesse. Everybody's mom. You are you are the mom of this podcast. Sorry, Sarah Lee. <laughs> it's Jesse. <laughs> Thanks, Pod Mom. Uh. Caleb Cleveland, thank you so very much for doing this backstory episode and allowing us to get to know Gonk a little bit better. Where can people find you? People can find me at Caleb is Drawing on all your friendly neighborhood social medias. And thank you so much for listening. And do you have any special projects you'd like to plug or anything else you'd like to plug? Well, you can always find me on occasion uh, at... um uh, the Hunter uh, Hunter's Entertainment Twitch channel, where you can sometimes find me uh, doing uh, art demonstrations or talking about new games that we're developing. Uh, at the moment, we're developing a fantastic new game called Ragnarok, which is all about uh, trying to use the world of heavy metal and rock and roll to uh, escape this humdrum, mundane life and uh, perhaps even save the world. Um, and, uh, the, uh, yeah. And I also, uh, teach, uh, art school at, uh, Laguna college of art and design in Laguna beach, California. If you're looking for an art school and you're looking for the best damn teacher around, I'd recommend Laguna. Or at the very least, if you're looking for somebody to bounce some ideas off of and don't know where to go, I'm always willing to, uh, uh give people, uh, uh, an ear and, a, and some helpful, t- uh, art tidbits. Just if reach out to Caleb and, and Jesse for this matter too on Twitter or whatever, they are genuinely as nice and likable as they come across on the show. Uh, and, and it's very, by the way. Yeah. Whereas Dave is just as unlikable. Dave and me are just as unlikable as as you would imagine. Yeah. It's a, it's an illusion. <laughs> Jesse Egan, thanks for doing some great NPC work again. You're the again, the mom of the group. Thanks so much for inviting me, and I really always have fun doing it. So I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Where can people find you, and do you have anything to plug? Uh, you can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. My uh, website is just Google Jesse Egan or jesseegan.net. My special is on Dry Bar Comedy, and it's called That's the Spirit. So if you'd like to see my stand-up, it's clean. You could share it with your grandma. It's comedy for Nana and for everyone. So please to enjoy That's the Spirit on Dry Bar Comedy. I have been your Dungeon Master, Damien Mercado. If you'd like to reach out to me to tell me how lovable or not lovable I am, you can find me at AwfulDnd or at Dungeon Mercado. And if you enjoy listening to the show, please give us a five-star review as well as leave a comment on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. That helps other people looking for a fun Dungeons & Dragons show for them to stumble upon our little outfit. Thank you so very much for listening. Uh, We love you guys, and we couldn't do this without all of your support. Thanks for listening, nerds. Later. Later. Bye.
Hey there, everybody. It's Gertrude here. Just wanted to take a minute to give a shout out to our Patreon subscribers, aka my laundry list of lovers. First shout out goes out to Dirty Dwayne Donovan, who donned me in a van. Next is Fred Milano, my chocolatey and crumbly cookie of a man. Mmm. Then we got Chance Decent. And what can I say? I took a chance, and it was decent. Natasia, your grain, who was permanently your grained in my heart. Christopher Skelton, who turned my skeleton into butter just by looking at me. Quezon Escobedo, who took me to Beto, or Beto. Is it Escobedo? Escobedo would be better for this pun. That's okay. Matthew R. I never got your last name, but you are unforgettable. Tesso full of bees. Who, you guessed it, filled my Tesso with bees. And then the anaphylactic shock kicked in, but you know, it was still worth it. Christopher Waltrip. Who gave me a trip up a wall. Amanda defies gravity. Rebecca Throop. I wanna Throop, Throop. Here we go, here we go, here I go. I wanna Throop, baby Throop. Mm. Jessica Outbeer. Did you know beer is another word for coffin? Which makes sense, cause I just about die every time you look at me. Lynette DeBell, who rang my bell and then cracked it. What can I say? I'm damaged goods, y'all. Jay Baker and his Baker's Dozen. My little Hawaiian roll for abs, Jason. That's your full name now, Jay. You're gonna be my Jason. Rick Turpin, who turned my heart to turpentine. Sometimes love feels like acid reflex. Lindsay Taylor, who tried to tailor my heart, but only broke it. I'll miss you, Lindsay. And last, we got Malleus Vomentum. Vominitum? Vominitum. I don't know. All I know is that last name's got Tums in it, and I finally needed some Tums for this acid reflux. If you too want to join our Patreon subscribers, or be on the Gertrude's laundry list of lovers, you can find us on Patreon.com under Awful Neutral. And you can give today to become a member of the Gertrude's Dudes.